0: As you said, I think a lot of people don't realise the kind of suffering that reindeer experience, particularly, I think if you're just, you know, um, you go along to your local event and there's a reindeer, for you that might be like, you know, five minutes of a magical time, but for that reindeer, that has a whole lifetime of suffering.
1: Compassionate people are our kind of people, so join us as we explore what it means to live with kindness. Hi everyone and welcome back to Conversations on Compassion. I'm your host Jade. I'm Aaron. And today we are joined by Nina, who is our Animals in Entertainment campaigner. Welcome Nina. Hi everyone, thanks for having me. (laughs) Um, So Nina is currently working on our reindeer campaign. So can you tell us a little bit more about it, Nina, and what you've got going on at the moment?
0: Yeah, sure. So I'm, well, fairly new to Animal Aid, but Animal Aid have been campaigning Uh, you know, on this issue for years and years, Um, but it has been, there's been kind of recent movement since I've joined. So this year, there was a, um, or recently, I should say, there was a report published by One Kind, who we work with, who are a Scottish animal protection group. Um, and this report basically looked into the welfare of reindeer at Christmas events, um, but also just generally in captivity, so kind of their lives the whole year, not just at Christmas events. um And since this report came out, um, Ourselves and 10 other animal protection groups have signed this open letter. So asking um, event organisers, local authorities to stop using reindeer in festive events um, because of all these welfare concerns Um, and Animal Aid and Freedom for Animals and Born Free Foundation and OneKind. We're all working together to try and um, just end the use basically of reindeer and all live animals in Christmas events Um, and all events really. But obviously Christmas events is a good place
1: to start. So, yes. Amazing.
2: So one thing, if um people were to see, uh you know, something being advertised or go mm. to an event and see that they're going to be using Reindeer, um, what can they do to sort of stop that happening or sort of report it or make people aware? Mm. Like, would they email us or other groups? You say other groups have got involved as well? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So what they could do is they could email directly to me. So that's, um, maybe we can put it in the notes at the bottom. I'll put, but it, it's just, yeah, I'll put yeah. it in
2: the, um, the oh, links. Oh, cool. Yeah. So,
0: yeah email um the email address at the bottom um and i can i can uh, we can add them to our list of contact but also it's really great when individuals contact the events because you know, when there's kind of local activists or just local residents who are, um, you know, not happy with with the way that like their local event or local council using an animal, it does have more power. So um, we can send you templates, um, letters that you can use to write to the local event. Um, either I, you know, email them over to you, or you could be sent a physical pack as well if you want to email me, and I could send you a physical pack. Um, you could also check the so Freedom for Animals have made a um reindeer map. So it's kind of got lots of um, pins of um, events that are using reindeer and the red ones are the ones that are still using reindeer, sadly, um, and the green ones are not. So we're trying to turn basically the red pins to green pins. So you can click on the red pin and then it will come up with the details of who to contact. Um, so you can use the template um, letter that we can provide you and then you can write to that Um That email address and ask them to stop using reindeer so if you see a local event maybe the best thing would be to first check the map because they might already be on the map and then the event details are there for you to contact but if not you could get in touch with me and um yeah we can we can help you with that
1: amazing what kind of sponsors have you had so far um in terms of reaching out have you had many people say that they didn't realize and they now won't use live animals Mm
0: yeah there's been some really good responses um we're still you know we're still contacting people um so between yeah the kind of coalition that we're working with we've contacted hundreds of um you know between us uh event organizers and local authorities and um there have been people coming back to us um who kind of aren't using reindeer for instance at the moment um and in in that case we're really keen for them to put a policy in place because that means that say you know Sally at a certain council mm-hmm. uh, has decided she doesn't want to use reindeer um this year in case she leaves and next year someone comes in we just want to make sure that there's a policy in place that means it's never going to happen again so um we've had you know quite a few councils coming back to us and saying they don't use reindeer so we've been responding to them with a sort of template um, policy that they could implement which um would mean that it doesn't happen again reindeer or any animals being used um for entertainment purposes um and yeah as you said I think a lot of people don't Realise the kind of suffering that reindeer experience particularly I think if you're just you know um you go along to your local event and there's a reindeer for you that might be like you know five minutes of a magical time but for that reindeer that has a whole lifetime of suffering not only the kind of stress of being in the event itself but uh, you know the whole or the whole of their lives if they're living in captivity um are really really hard and challenging so um yes it's definitely good to to get the message out and uh, we have had some really good responses obviously a long way to go um but we are getting there you know lots of event organizers that used them in the past I think it's four years or or so you know we're seeing them stop using them now so there's definitely progress being made which is really good that's really good
2: yeah amazing and what are some of the um we did a podcast similar I think it's about a year ago wasn't it Jade um and we was talking we were talking I can't remember what exactly what they were but we were talking about some of the concerns of the reindeer and I think one of them was like the the, the climate or the temperature it's like very unnatural for them to be like in a shopping centre or something obviously it's not natural for them to have like crowds of people around them and um, Mm -hmm. I guess obviously traveling to the event and then traveling back and things like that so what are sort of the concerns that um have been reported
0: (laughs) yeah exactly all of the above so um what this you know report has really confirmed is that reindeer still have their wild instincts so you know they they are adapted to cold climates so as exactly as you said the kind of warmth of a shopping centre is going to be totally at odds with what they need um the way that reindeer like to eat they love to kind of forage and snack and roam and you know eat lovely lichen and herbs and plants and, and they can choose you know what they fancy um Whereas in captivity, they'll be fed, you know, set meals a day, maybe one or two set meals a day, mainly hay, um, a few pellets as well might be supplemented, um, which is just totally different to what they would be eating in the wild. And this report confirms actually the nutritional needs of reindeer are really, really hard to meet in captivity um, and actually can lead to all sorts of issues for reindeer, um, such as kind of poor body weight, um, muscle atrophy. So it's kind of like muscle wastage. Um, Yeah, just just loads of kind of issues. And then also at the events themselves, the kind of um, their diet will change quite rapidly at at an event. You know, transportation also at the event itself and reindeer are really sensitive to changes in their diet. So um, that also can cause all sorts of issues for for reindeer um and you know if they're being sort of fed grain by uh, members of the public lots of vets have um reported cases where the kind of um gastrointestinal issues have been reported from you know eating grain so um so yes the as exactly as you said the the food that they eat here isn't you know isn't helping them at all um and yeah you know some of the reindeer will be descendants from like migratory species. So they, you know, as this as certain seasons turn, they feel this instinct to roam, you know, to be roaming for like vast distances. And they are stuck in captivity and they can't do that. And you can only imagine like how frustrating that must feel if like your instinct is telling you to be roaming for like thousands of miles and you're just stuck in a really small um, you know, captive area. And you know, they report kind of pacing and restlessness, which is just awful. So um yeah, in, in all ways really, it's no place for a reindeer to be um in captivity or at a Christmas event.
1: Mm. You just saying that, it made me think of blackfish. I'm sure lots of people have seen yeah. that in the But it's mm. this the same kind of principle where the orcas are used to swimming mm-hmm. vast distances and then mm-hmm. they're confined and it just goes against all their instincts. And I guess Absolutely. if people were to think what it would feel like, imagine being shut in just a small pen or a room yeah. for your entire life and you can't do anything. It's yeah very grim
0: absolutely and as you say it's important to know obviously this campaign focuses on reindeer and other animals at Christmas events but like this is the same for all animals in captivity you know uh as you said at the beginning I'm, I'm working on animals and entertainment generally and this is such a good example of the fact that like no animal should be in captivity with these like wild instincts to be free and to live their lives you know their own way um Again, actually, this report kind of focused on this idea of agency. So agency is your kind of ability to influence your surroundings and make choices and act upon your own desires and like individual preferences. So uh, an arranger in captivity has none of that. You know, they can't choose what they're going to do. They can't decide, you know, what they're going to eat. And that can lead to um, potentially like learned helplessness, um, which is been reported in horses and sheep um and it's kind of a, a psychological condition um linked with depression in humans so if you can't influence your surroundings and like make decisions and and you know have choice which animals should have uh at least a really really low um negative experiences of welfare and you know of course that goes for agency for all animals in captivity um you know not just reindeer that will suffer from not being able to make choices about their lives so yes it's yeah. good to remember it's all animals yeah
2: Sure. I think you can see you can see that as well from pictures and videos I've seen mm. from reindeer events. They just look very sort of um, can't think of the word. Like they're just bored. Like exactly that. Really, just don't mm. want to be there. Just standing there, like uninterested. Mm-hmm. Shut yeah. down. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really sad to see. Yeah.
1: No, that's so exactly right. Might- not without like hearing and having the context that you've explained people might see that as like oh they don't mind they're just chill yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. that's such an important point because one of the ways that like learned helplessness um could be identified is like passivity you know just like not being interested in your surroundings not having motivation so as you said someone could look at a reindeer as you said and be like oh they're not bothered look at them they're just standing there but that's really sad you know learned helplessness comes about when an animal is uh, repeatedly um, exposed to like really stressful things or is like repeatedly punished. And they just learn to like, just as you said, just like shut down. So we shouldn't be looking Mm -hmm. at an animal that's like not bothered thinking, oh, look, they don't mind carting Santa and his sleigh. We should be thinking it's really sad that that animal looks like, you know, so uninterested by life. Um, So yeah, it's a really important point to make. Yeah sure you know it's it's been reported in horses and sheep and this report um suggests that actually also reindeer are likely to experience this too but as you said I'm sure that it's the case for like most or all animals that have been treated badly repeatedly they will just get used to like shutting down their emotions almost which is absolutely dreadful so yeah if you see a kind of passive reindeer at a very busy market I think it would be it's helpful to not assume that they are just chilled out they're probably quite depressed actually so um obviously that's a human term but um
1: yeah it's, it's a good thing to be aware of definitely definitely and what are for people that either want to go to an event or maybe even thinking mm. of organizing one what's a nice alternative that people can do um if Ooh. they're like we want the magic of christmas we want kids <laughs> to see animals <laughs> yes. what's that?
0: yeah it's a really great question and, and it's it's um it's an interesting one because I think a lot of the time when we get responses of um, people that are carrying on using reindeer, it's this idea of like, we want it to be a magical event for children. Mm. You know, we want children to maybe even learn about the wild animals. And I think it's so vital to um, to discuss that like children can have a magical, wonderful Christmas without an animal being harmed. And children can learn about reindeer in the wild without an actual reindeer coming to any harm in the UK. Like you can still learn about, yeah, wild animals and you can have a magical Christmas um, without without harming any reindeer or any animal so there are so many um wonderful wonderful things animal aid actually have a alternatives um guide to uh cool festive parades probably got the name of that wrong but um, which kind of outlines all the different um things that you can do so things like santa runs dressing up as santa and running for charity or even like animatronic um reindeer are amazing or you know light shows or um like reindeer trails where you you know you kind of create uh you know cut out range or whatever and you can hide them around to do like a treasure hunt or um or even someone dressing up as reindeer or like puppets like war horse you know like creating reindeer puppets I mean the possibilities are endless really and you know I think humans at their best are super creative and and um yeah. you know can be really ingenious and and that's and we can use that to help animals you know um if you're what if you think maybe I want to help animals but you know you're not sure how because maybe you don't like the idea of I don't know going to a protest or whatever actually being creative is such a good way to help animals you could come up with an amazing way to run a you know a Christmas event that doesn't use reindeer there are so many things that can be done so yes Mm. I just
2: just thought of one idea that um you like like this Jade but it's more it's probably sort of the thing you, you would say but I think maybe to take a child to um, like a, an animal rescue centre, um, like a, a retreat idea. that yeah. we go to, um, mm. to show animals sort of in, more, in a more sort of natural environment where they're a bit freer, where you can see them Definitely. behaving normally mm. um, and they behave very differently to what you see on farms or how they're portrayed on TV. Mm. Um, and it's also a much nicer experience, I think, to go out and just see, you know, see something like that than, you know, an animal probably, you know, like in a hot um, Shopping center with Mm. screaming kids.
0: No, it's so true.
1: It's so true. I guess it goes
0: back to that thing of like, um, because I'm sure we all used to be like this, you know. Like as an animal lover, you think that you want to see an animal, but actually you don't realize the suffering that that animal is experiencing. So absolutely going to a a sanctuary and spending time with an animal that is free and peaceful and has agency, you know, um, Mm. is a is a much more wonderful, magical way to spend Christmas, I think, than yeah, seeing one that's miserable pulling a sleigh. So yeah, yeah.
2: But well, even um, I've, I've been um, vegan for just over seven years. And then when we went to uh, the retreat, I think two years ago, I know you went back recently, but I went two years ago. Mm. Um, and even I was surprised at how like you'd see a cow and you think, oh, I didn't know they like being stroked. I didn't know yes. like you, know, you, could, you could scratch them or they or they would lay down and sort of do this and do that. Exactly. Because you just like, would normally see them in a field or see them mm. on TV and things like that. So it's mm. um yeah so even like it's all about educating people really isn't it like to mm. get them to know like sort of an animal's natural behaviour and then realise you know they shouldn't be they shouldn't be put in situations that's unnatural to them
1: yeah mm. absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely absolutely yeah yeah and like you said you know like you're not going to learn anything about an animal by seeing mm. them in a really unnatural like the whole education thing I think this is used a lot with zoos as well it's not educational oh, to see <gasps> an animal yeah. in captivity. Not yeah. displaying any of their natural behaviors. Yeah. That's the least educational thing you could do.
0: Absolutely. And the kind of ironic thing about the um use of reindeer at Christmas time is that I think like the reason that people want to see a reindeer is because of this like magical idea we have of them like wandering for miles in the snow and like roaming and and having a lovely time and surrounded by like glistening, you know, North Pole skies. Like it's a very mythical peaceful wild magical um idea that we have in our heads so then to subject a reindeer to the absolute opposite of that Mm
1: -hmm. you know
0: it just doesn't it it, it doesn't make any logical sense really if we want reindeer to have the like in our you know the wild wonderful idea of their lives we have in our imaginations we have to let them live in the wild you know we can't be keeping them here for like 5 minutes every year that we can see them at christmas um and they're yeah. suffering you know constantly we have to let them live the lovely life we think they do in our heads so yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely and i yeah. don't know if this is something uh, that you can speak much on but mm. what happens to the reindeer you know, the other 11 months out of the year. That I was just thinking that,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's such a good question. I mean, I'm no expert on this and hopefully I will learn more about this. Um, but the report does detail that it, it is all year round that these reindeer are suffering because when they're not at events, you know, they're still kept in, um, you know, for the most part, small, uh, small areas. Um, mm. Again, you know, not roaming at all the kind of... Um, vast distances that they should be, fed an inappropriate um, diet. Uh, I guess, you know, sadly, Animal Aid did do investigations a few years ago into, um, you know, reindeer centres around the UK and and exposed, you know, horrific um, abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, apart from the Christmas events where we can see that they're obviously suffering, they are also suffering all year round behind closed doors. And for the most part, you know, the reindeer are kept most likely because of the money that they will make at events so we are subjecting that to you know we were subjecting those animals to that suffering all year round for our five minutes of like you know a magical Christmas time um but you know uh, yeah the the reindeer still have their wild instincts so the fact Mm -hmm. that they then have to live in captivity all year round um it must you know frustration boredom all of the you know learned helplessness all of these awful awful things um and actually again the report um uh, highlights that kind of incorrect uh, management of reindeer is reported as like the um, the like leading cause of death of reindeer in the UK. So actually, because they are so hard to keep in captivity, not that any animal should be kept in captivity, but, but because reindeer have such specific needs, it's much more likely that they're really going to suffer because actually their needs are so specific that it's so hard to to meet those needs in captivity. So um, yeah, absolutely, you know, no animal should be in captivity, but reindeer because they are. Yeah, have such specific, you know, roaming needs, dietary needs, um, social needs, everything like that. um, They, it's, it's, it's likely that kind of their needs aren't being met, and they will be suffering all year round. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's
1: devastating. Mm. And it sounds almost like we're kind of using them like Christmas decorations, like you get the tree out once a year, and then they're just being kept alive, basically. Not, they're not living, they're not thriving, they're just being kept alive so they can be used at Christmas time, and then. It away again when no one's monitoring it, like you said. And yeah, our undercover investigations have unearthed some really mm. disturbing things. Really um,
0: disturbing. It's su- that's such a good analogy. I really like that. Imagine like you're, I don't know, if you've got an artificial Christmas tree. Imagine if every time you put that in your loft or your attic or your garage or wherever yeah. you keep it, it was like have like depressed and miserable and suffering right. in your garage all year round you wouldn't use that tree there you go right. that tree has a lovely life <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but you know you you just wouldn't use it because you wouldn't want your lovely Christmas tree to be having all the time obviously this yeah. is a you know this is a silly example but it's it's a good way to demonstrate exactly that mm-hmm. we bring them out we wheel them out for you know on you know pulling the sled for five minutes and for what for them to be miserable all year so yeah it's just totally unethical and unnecessary
1: definitely well it sounds like there's lots of everyone's going to be busy there's lots of links um based on what we spoke on that oh. people can look at in the comments um yes please. But yeah, um lots of ways they can help or ways they can learn a bit more if they want to delve any further into anything we've yeah. discussed
0: so we can link the um the report there's also a report summary so depending on how much you like to read there's kind of a longer version and then a more kind of digestible version so either of those um yeah as mentioned before you can order an antler pack either a, vig- a digital one or one that we can send you in the post and that has lots of different ways that you can stand up for reindeer in your local community so writing to local newspaper or a local event um and also this is a kind of a fairly new thing um i sort of touched on it before but we are we've also created a template policy for councils to um adopt which uh prevents the provision of um using live animals for any kind of entertainment purposes so if a council comes back and says no we don't use reindeer and we haven't for how many years or we've decided not to use them anymore you can then say oh that's great here's a policy that says you're not going to use any live animals for any entertainment purposes because clearly you know you're on side and that's brilliant so again just like making sure we're safeguarding um uh, animals so if you would like that template policy um you can email me and i can send that to you and you can send that to your local council as well um so that's another way that you can help um all animals not just reindeer um, when it comes to uh them being used for entertainment so yes plenty of ways that you can help and um, make it a much merrier christmas for reindeer <laughs> cool.
1: cool thanks Aww. so much nina yeah, oh thank you. thank you so much thanks. thank you guys
0: bye. Bye. bye bye merry christmas everyone bye.
1: As always, thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoyed the show. We love to hear from our listeners, so be sure to get in touch on social media with any burning questions. You can find us on Insta and TikTok at animalaid_uk. underscore UK. On Twitter we're at AnimalAid. You can also email us at socialanimalaid.org.uk. Bye! <laughs>